this Friday night in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're here in the studio with Michael and Smith from Travel Therapy. How's it going? What's up? What's up? Hey. <laughs> it sounded good. <laughs> I, I, I think we're I think we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I lost my notes already. What do y'all do on a typical Friday night? Oof. Uh, Question. Well, it depends on the mood. If I'm, if he's down, and if we got no work going on, this might be a little embarrassing to admit. But the first thing we do is ask ourselves, "Are, are we drinking tonight?" And then we're like, <laughs> "Now nah, we're we we drank last weekend. Let's do something different." So instead, we uh, just watch either watch a movie. You know, most of the time we are hanging out though. That's but tonight, y'all went to Cola Craft before you came. Here? Yeah. So the yeah the drinking might have gotten we, started. We had like two beers before. Yeah. Two beers at happy hour is like the perfect amount. Oh, yeah. It was a, a nice buzz. Yeah. Gets you excited. To there, but when you drink podcast. it at four o'clock or five o'clock, the two beers hit different. If you drink them at like nine o'clock, it just it doesn't work the same. Well, it's got to be the amount you're spending on it. You know, That's true. like if it's happy hour and I know I'm spending less, I'm like, OK, I'm going to get the most out of these that I can. But if I'm spending too much money, I, I feel like it wards off even getting a good feeling from it. It makes you feel like, man, I just spent like $17 on a beer at a baseball game. That was a waste of money. Oh, uh, I hate the drinking at sporting events and uh, entertainment events is out of control now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's not like it's too much going on. Yeah. It, well, it's funny because you used to not be able to drink at a lot of these things and you would just sneak in mini bottles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And now they're like, oh, you can drink, but it's $18 for a Coors Light. Which Smith has actually a story in relation to that. You know, uh, don't you have do you know details about the historic like five cent beer or something like that? Oh yeah, game? the dollar beer night. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Where? There, or okay, in th- general, there was like a, a or ten cent beer night. Yeah, in the seventies, like uh, the Cleveland Indians decided to do a ten cent beer night, and it was like during like a time where it was like crazy factory workers were getting laid off and it was like uh there was a lot of like distress i guess in that area and they were having a hard time selling tickets so they did a 10 cent beer night but it like went crazy like it the game ended up having to end early like people were storming the field there were streakers it was like it like there's a video on youtube where people talk about it and it was like like it got it it literally felt like uh an insane asylum, like people taking it, uh, taking over. Like it was like ridiculous. Yeah, they, have, they have like footage of it, and people are just like running around the field. People are like climbing up the stands and stuff. Right, woman, there like, wasn't just, LSD like, mixed in or anything. There was, there like, was maybe a little sprinkle of LSD or something. No, I mean it was not. it was just straight up disgruntled factory workers getting hammered, drunk, yeah, yeah. just <laughs> yeah, going like, crazy. Cleveland in the seventies apparently was just like a bunch of factory workers, and like it was just they got like absolutely hammered at this thing, and like. Uh, there was a woman that flashed her breast. Uh, there was uh, somebody actually stole the bases, like literally oh, stole yeah. them. Amazing! I love how you said there's a woman that flashed. Like it's like that doesn't her, her happen in breast. every like it's well, <laughs> it, yeah, just, the, just anato- one. the anatomically correct way was funny, but also like that doesn't happen at every sporting event <laughs> ever. <laughs> like ten cent beer night though, it probably happened like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> like distressful. There's there's like families going there. You gotta but calm down. I, it, but now it's it's no different. This now it's Miller Lights Thirsty Thursday. Yeah, you know? it's uh the that might have been the start of something great for uh, minor for baseball and beer. I say something great. I mean, yeah, Fireflies has like a dollar thing. Like Fireflies, like I don't in know. five points they used so to the do... five people that are going to the games are getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> they uh. They used to do um, what was it called? Or pee, pee or flee? Hmm. Like you, you would every, everybody could drink for free until somebody would pee or leave. <laughs> yeah. So actually, uh, that yeah. would be miserable uh, because I would be trying so hard to get as much beer, like free beer, for myself, but yeah. I would hold it in, and so I'd probably get like kidney stones. I, I know. I, I I've never thought how terrible it is, but also, uh, imagine being the person who has to pee. That's what I'm saying. I have to pee after the second beer, so I know, like, after that. And then everybody's, like, yelling at you. Somebody guarding the bathroom. Well, they wouldn't even have to guard it because I'd be like, okay, I'm in this for the team. I want to have everybody have free beer, but I'm also killing myself here because I'm six beers in, and I try not to piss my pants. Um, (laughs) 
Do y'all uh, have y'all looked at the new Brooklyn ta- uh, calendar lately? The the calendar? Yeah. Um, I kind of. I, I mean, so. I see posts and stuff. It's like hard to keep track of what's playing and what's not playing. Um, but yeah, we've kind of seen it. I got a note. I woke up on Tuesday morning and I got a an email that there was a Shrek rave happening in New Brooklyn. Oh, oh yeah, hear about that. Is that tonight? It might be. It's got to be this weekend because I saw it. So a I, yeah, video I asked Carlin who goes to Shrek raves, and he said college students. So uh, I'm there. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I kind of had. I was working on an article called Shrek Raves versus Local Bands mm-hmm. before the Shrek rave was announced, and I, I'm I'm bothered by Shrek raves happening at like our local music venue. Yeah. Like, uh, can they not stick to, like, clubs or something? Well, okay, so I get it. I, everybody dresses up as Sh- Shrek, and then they just do rave music? Or do they have rave yeah. music that's, like, Shrek-themed? I don't know. How far does it go? Is it just an excuse to dress up as, like, a meme character at this point and just dance? Because that's fine. It's and just... I don't know if I'm hating on it or if I'm, like, just really jealous and want to get all green and go. The, <laughs> the videos, I feel like, oversell it. Like, I see the videos, and it looks like, wow, that looks like so much fun then i i'm probably gonna get there i'm gonna be overdressed or i'm gonna be like severely underdressed are y'all doing st patrick's day no oh, i don't okay. think we're, i don't think we're playing it we are playing new brooklyn and we're running the 5k though you're doing the 5k, I, 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 running the 5K the, baby i think we are running the 5k so yeah. this will be your second 5k this would be my second 5k this would be like his i've been i've been, I've been doing a few 5k yeah, yeah. what's your favorite 5k in columbia I hate I hate you when you get all the roads blocked. And I can't uh, get my breakfast on he, a Saturday morning. He might have gotten ahead of himself too because he, uh, he said he's loving the five Ks, but he hasn't run every five K. Yeah, I've run every five K. I I started doing the the run hard one in Lexington was the first one we we and we, we were did. hard. I mean, like we were running hard is what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, that we did that one and. Uh, and that was in November. And then I started. I signed up for a few after that. I did like the Santa Run. Um, I did one in Charleston, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I really have a favorite one. I mean, it was fun to do that one with you. I I thought the first, like from what I've heard about you talking about the other ones, the one we did first was just like really fun because it was. It was kind of miserable weather, but it made you feel like awake and alive. It made you feel like you were in, like in Rocky or something. Yeah, it was like it was like this like <laughs> we're great, all just like, like freezing cold and dripping wet. Like it was miserable, but it was fun. And then <laughs> the fact it was like flat and it was kind of easy to follow the the course. I heard that one of the ones you did with it was like uphill. Oh yeah, I did like a Greenville one, and it was like it was like an army course where it was like <laughs> I was going up hills and all this stuff, and it was it's way not harder. Worth it. I was like, I'm so not. you're like a cross country guy, or do, are you doing like the couch to 5K and you just got inspired? Sort Pretty of much the couch to 5K. I I, I kind of got inspired by like Cody Co on YouTube, which is a little bit embarrassing, but like he's like yeah. a YouTuber and he um uh he started like training for like crazy stuff like Ironman and like like half marathons and but he I don't know I started to like follow his stuff on YouTube and uh I don't know. Part of that was like to get me into fitness some, and then I, I guess you could kind of say more in the couch to five k realm. Um, but I'm starting to get out of that and start to be a little bit more taking it seriously. Yeah, but I'm not like cross country. Like I'm not like no. He runs. He runs a lot. A lot. A lot going like in from the perspective of someone who we met each other in cross country at Irmo High School. Yeah. We okay. Both- yeah. We did. We, we I did like one year of cross country, like my freshman year of high school. Uh-huh. So I was like 15, mm-hmm. and that's how we met. Yeah. And so now uh-huh. we're starting to run, kind of now. It was. It was funny though. The like looking at it now, it's kind of just ironic because we I had been running in middle school at like the private school I was at before I came to Irmo. So I already like kind of was used to it. Then I come to Irmo and I immediately start hating it just because I just don't want to run anymore. And then we both hated it. And we, we were kind of bonded we were over, bonding like, it. Yeah. this sucks. Like. And then now it's just funny. Like, years later, we're running for no reason at all <laughs> other than just why not. Well, it's good for your mental health, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So it's sort of like your uh, travel therapy. It really is. It, you know, it's really funny. It's like... By foot. Yeah, we're just uh, running and getting out, I guess, whatever this... It's not definitely not teen, teen angst. It's got to be something like quarter-life crisis i don't know oh yeah i don't think that ever goes away 
Yeah, it's it's always yeah. there. Yeah, it's always there. You either hold on to it too much and listen to pop punk, or you don't hold on to it enough and then like pretend you're deeper by listening to like Noah Cahan or whatever uh, the hell his name is. So now you get a little bit older, and uh, or once you get a little bit older, you'll see people start to cycle back to it, mm. doing their second visit, and uh, then you, it just comes out again. Are you so New Brooklyn Tavern has a bunch of like they're predominantly a bunch of like metal shows and punk shows right yeah yeah yeah. do you are you a part of that like circuit at all do you listen to any of that stuff no so um, this is uh what i was thinking about a lot when new brooklyn was uh sort of closing down or we're moving to um five points and everybody was like there was weird like ownership within different groups Mm. and i was thinking like if all these metal people are there on a sold out night, this is their club tonight. Like this is their home for metal music. Yeah. And then the next night it's like, this is our home for Americana. And then mm. every night, everybody has equal sort of ownership yeah. from going there over the years. So it's like, I think I had a really good perspective on that, that like everybody in every genre is losing their home because new Brooklyn Tavern was the place mm. where, they took in all the alternative music yeah. in general. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's for real. Uh something I coming from someone who wasn't hasn't been in the music scene like a ton of time, like I mm-hmm. didn't really have as much of a like I didn't go to shows in high school that were at New Brooklyn Tavern. I just didn't go to shows that yeah. much. Um because yeah. I just didn't think I was even like I'd be welcomed in the music yeah. scene, you know? It, it just felt like you had to know people to really yeah. want to go see a show. That's a myth. Yeah, oh, of course it is, yeah. yeah. Once we started playing, it was like, oh, we, not only do we make friends that we are motivated to go out, but just spend like 10, 15 bucks, and you might actually see some music that is like well mm-hmm. worth the money, and it's like, wow, this is, it's fun that I'm up front. You know, I don't have to fight to be up front for anything, because it's barely anybody yeah. here. Yeah, it's but, weird, because we, we started Technically Travel Therapy before Outer Ego, but Outer Ego kind of gave us the confidence to make travel therapy like go a little bit better. Yeah, go a little harder with it and stuff and try to take it seriously. Y'all played a lot when... Uh, y'all were active in Outer Ego a lot when a lot of other bands weren't as active in Columbia. And I feel yeah. like y'all were just like racking up all the good gigs. I, uh, I do. Yeah, still do. I, yeah. I, think, I think part of it was because like we just needed to do it. Like we yeah. had to... We, had, we were like... At the time, like we kind of were a bit of a COVID band as far as like we started at the time of at the beginning of that. And so like we had to like, if we wanted to play shows, we had to play the shows that nobody wanted to play. Yeah. And then it just kind of grew. Yeah. But a lot of those shows were good bands and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we got to meet a lot of really cool people. Like people I still talk to now, like in that I try to like set up shows of travel therapy with, you know, yeah. they, um, there's just so many cool people and cool bands that come around from Atlanta, from Charleston. The first gig we played with Outer Ego, we opened for a band called Super City from, I can't, was it Pennsylvania? Uh, was it Philadelphia? Baltimore? No, it's Chicago, right? So, <laughs> I, like, can't, well, I say all that and then I immediately we'll, forget. We'll Google it. Um, but yeah, no, if there's, they, I hope they're still making music. Because, they're awesome. Yeah, they're, they, they kind of got us right from the get, like, from the jump we were like okay they're trying to do something completely different with they're like they had like synchronized dancing with their instruments and so we, that kind of got us thinking from the very beginning that we were like okay if we're going to do anything even if we don't play a ton of shows which is something we didn't really want to get stuck in we're gonna do it differently and try to do it fun and i mean i feel like we still got we still got a lot of left yeah, it was us, crazy because like our very first show pretty much was at the white mule and then R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> but like literally, like not even a month later, that place closed down. Like we yeah. were like the kind of the one of the last places to play there, or the last. Yeah. Like, Granted, it makes it made sense too when we saw it, like barely anybody was yeah. there at the show, but it was it was great to kind of play one last kind of show in a place that's about. White to shut Mule down. might have gotten the shittiest end of the stick of all Columbia venues with COVID mm-hmm. because they had just finished renovating it. Really? When COVID yeah. Hit. Yeah. Because they went from... Um, they were in the midst of renovating it. Because it, yeah. was that like... Did they change their name with the renovations? Because I remember they were Delaney's um, a while, like back in my yeah, middle school. It wasn't Delaney's. It was... Uh, Delaney's owned it, but it was uh, Speakeasy. Yeah, it Delaney's Speakeasy. Yeah, you're right, like, you're right, you're right. The name right. was part of it. Not that you're uh, wrong. It was... Uh, Delaney's was in Bang Back, and then Delaney's yeah. Speakeasy 
was yeah. that space. Um, and that was kind of like always a space where uh, people were too old for five points. By, yeah. by too old for it was five a, points. It was, it was I mean like co- over 25 and older. It felt like a quiet corner of yeah. five points. Like I yeah. really liked, and I went there more than I did any There's other. There's always great jazz music there. I mean, that was the hub yeah, yeah, for a, a lot long of great, time, yeah. A lot of great pianists, a lot of great, great uh, just jazz trios and stuff. Mark, I saw Mark Rapp playing yeah. trumpet there a lot. So yeah, pretty cool. Um, so when you're running, are you writing music? What are you thinking about writing bass lines? Do you ever think about writing bass lines? <laughs> like I'm just curious know. too. I don't know. Did, if I did the bass lines just come out? <laughs> I'm uh, I, generally with the music. It, generally it, with the music, it's mostly it has, him. Yeah, it has been me. Um, like writing stuff, but. A little, we're, we're dropping a, a truth bomb here. Some some unreleased news. Uh, me and Smith will be moving in together. Oh yeah, like God. February fifth. Yeah. Like we're 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 gonna be moving in. We should make soon. like a social media event with it. Uh, so th- it's like the video is the precursor to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The video is actually was a foretelling of us moving in together. I saw him dancing outside uh, on the road, and I was like, just Move in the in, reflection. Yeah. yeah, you can afford it if you've got time to dance on the street. We're in Columbia. Um, yeah, we're going to be around, I don't, Cut, I'll give the actual here, address. <laughs> yeah, the exact address. And my so, social and security number. Can, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but close to here, yeah, I mean, like, not necessarily like, the Cotton Town area, but more like the Earlwood. Oh, areas. nice. Yeah, but, good. There's but, a lot of musicians that live over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I've already kind of lived in the Forest Acres area, but this would be much closer to my job and everything, and also, all that to say, now that we've been living together, I'll definitely be trying to get him to maybe take some time to come up with like a sick bass line or so yeah That'd a lot of cool. a lot of the music is uh mostly him and then i just kind of like hang out um <laughs> hang out. <laughs> so do you play bass par- primarily or any other instruments or that's pretty much exclusively what i play uh that and some synth bass yeah a little synth bass he's getting okay. really good at the synth bass i've been <laughs> what <laughs> i've been playing like some synth bass for the travel therapy shows like just what? to like be a little bit different. That is yeah. that is something that we definitely need to highlight is that we are t- switching our sound up. We have been for the past shows. We're trying to do house music like live, kind of okay. like Caribou and uh, yeah, maybe Toro does some of that. I, I Even like kind of like washed out, where it's yeah. like electronic drums, like synthy sounds, and not necessarily like full like real instrumentation mm-hmm. of like you know having to have guitar or bass. Yeah, you know it, it's more like. I guess cool tones of like just yeah. low end. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, it's definitely just more like like uh, four on the floor beats and just like electronic keys and stuff. You know, like yeah. the usual house music stuff. So, what's your uh, writing process like when you're uh, it, creating a song? It, I think, it changes in the fact that I think most people that record music and get better at that can like realize that you just find shortcuts on the stuff that you usually took a long time on and that frees you up to like have more like better ideas and take your time with things that you normally would rush so i think my process changes where it's just like it used to be just lay four measures down of the same repetitive Mm -hmm. loop and then hope that lyrics come out of that but now it's like it's getting it's getting to where i want it to be like it's it's funny to like I feel like artists I hear all the time, they release something, they're like, this is my new favorite music. You know, this is, I'm proud of everything I've done here. There's stuff I'm not, like, proud of that I've done in, like, songs even recently, but it's like, I know I'm still working towards yeah. that process. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, no, it, it makes total sense. And I, I think that all of that is sort of part of the creation process. Mm. And a lot of musicians are scared to let too much of that process out because yeah. people people make premature judgments all the time that's why people hate their when their demos get leaked and stuff like that yeah like, dude that's I not what i want st- you to hear first really dude, even the stuff on uh my laptop like on uh logic like some of those demos if any like some of those got like leaked it would just be so embarrassing just because they're just yeah. some of them i just like randomly i'm doing something and then I go away from it, then three months later I come back, I delete it all, I start over again, it's even yeah. worse. Yeah. But I do kind of like how we're not like complete like perfectionists. Like we we mm. will put something out just to put something out in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're not putting out just hot garbage. I mean, unless people actually th- if if you do, that's fine. You know, I understand. But like 
it, just uh, to keep active, like, we'll, like, you know, like, as far as, like, some of the stuff, like, yeah, especially early on, like, we just kind of, like... It's it's eventually, it's going to yeah. get better. So that's the thing, is that we keep releasing it because we want people to kind of see the the progress to get to that point, too. Like, we want to put stuff out and, like, you know, stay consistent. You yeah. Know? So when I was listening to everything today, it was playing like I had a loop in through all your music, oh, and it was, I was like digging the old stuff. I could definitely hear the a huge jump. Oh to yeah, the new yeah. Album, uh, some notes from the last one. I took the first uh, EP off. Yeah, we have we had. like music that like is not even on Spotify anymore. Yeah, we're that... just like, maybe one day we'll come back and remaster. It. I don't know. Um, no, but for real, we got that first EP that is just, I think, it's terrible. And it's like, we made it on GarageBand, um, which that's not a fault against GarageBand. That's just a fault against, like, we just wanted to release something. And I think, you know, you got to be able to leave your stuff up and be proud of it and stuff. But no, I, I took that off once I realized, oh, the jump is that huge. Like, I need to get rid of this old garbage. Yeah. So what else is going on? Uh, how many bands are y'all active in right now? Is travel therapy um, like the focus? I, well, mostly? travel therapy is my like thing, like that. I so it's your thing more so than y'all's thing. I, I would I say it's mostly him. And the I, music I, is mostly me, but the the look of travel therapy, the, the, the name itself, the yeah, the vibe of it. The, he does a lot of the social media stuff, um, and that's insane. People, anybody can tell you right now. Anybody that's yeah. doing it well is like that's a huge, a huge push. Yeah, people. To where people you do get. like kind of some of the social media aspect of things. I mean, I, I, I do, I do some of the back end of like, you know, some of the graphic design and all that, all the extra kind of stuff with, um, I guess keeping it afloat. And then he kind of focused on the music, and then, but we both play live. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but I mean, I would say only act, I'm, I'm only active in really travel therapy and outer ego, but outer ego is a little bit slowed down. Yeah, but he's been in opus in the frequencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. guys are great. I love. And they're playing steady with them. playing all the time. Yeah, they got a, a. I guess I'll look at the dates coming up, but they got apparently a tour they're working on, and uh, you know, a couple gigs. So, um, how's that gonna work? Are you gonna be able to do a tour? Um, yeah. I'll, the thing is, if he gives me the dates ahead of time and I can ask off oh, good, my job, good. that's the only issue. Um, because like he's like he said, our ego's um, slow, but we're you know, hopefully, eventually trying to you know get it back going again. Um, but we don't have any dates yet. So at the very least, if Opus we got the dates going, then I'm I'm locked in. How many members are in Opus? There's uh, it kind of fluctuates because it like, does fluctuate. If, if there's horns or not, or main the main unit is. Uh, Steven, Tyler, uh, Kirk, Tony, uh, me. It's like yeah, a five piece. yeah, about five people usually. Um, and in addition to this, do you play in a cover band? Well, I've played in um, like we played because you I I we know did the that Killers set. You with, uh, you can kind of pick up anything from uh, just my okay. outside perception. Oh, thanks. Like you can you could basically just sit in with any band at any moment and. Like, I would I would always argue that I yeah I would be able to play it as long as they just you know we're takes a couple minutes but yeah yeah usually it's just like I probably would ruin what they're going for if I'm trying to do my own style but yeah yeah, yeah I can usually gel. Uh, what's the weirdest uh, cover venue you've ever played? Uh, I that's it. again like I haven't played uh, a ton of shows compared to most people but um. I mean, this isn't the weirdest. I don't want to say it's weird, like, in a mean way. But, um, I mean, I've played shows where I never thought I'd play that music. Like, I played Amy Winehouse cover. Yeah. I never thought I'd play the Billie Eilish set. I was very surprised that I had such a blast doing that because, not because I don't like Billie Eilish's music, but because when I'm driving around or listening to music, the first thing I turn on isn't Billie Eilish. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely isn't Amy Winehouse. But, yeah, I, it always surprises me how weird things or things that I think are not going to be great, I, I start playing and then it's... So oh. you're just like the go-to guy that all these people call when they're putting together a cover. I wouldn't band. make that conclusion. I'm not the go-to guy, but... Uh, it's a little bit of the go-to guy in the indie scene a little bit, as the, far as like yeah, keys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, get, I get asked to play in um, some bands and some sets, and I'm, I'm honored, but it sucks when you have to like work the full-time job as well. Because like, the, the money I get from music isn't enough at all so no it's like i mean but what else are you gonna do in tickling the ivories you know you gotta yeah yeah no i any waking moment i can play keys 
instead of being at the hospital working, I'd take it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I was like more active with, um, with playing bass and different stuff. Like a while, I mean, I, I played bass with like Bones Hamilton before, like one time. I was playing bass for homemade haircuts for a little bit there and a few shows, but I, I don't think like I think people like call on you because like you have like overall like experience with like different stuff. Whereas like I, I feel like I've slowed down with like trying to actively be in different things too. Like you're you're usually willing to like take the call. Yeah, I think that's a good thing and a bad thing sometimes because mm-hmm. I usually take on too much and then I, I feel like it's the things I'm having the hardest time taking on and being able to deliver 100 percent are things like like weddings and stuff because mm-hmm. that's just not how I have a real laziness when it comes to playing songs I don't like playing. Yeah, and weddings are infamous for having at least ten songs that I'm just like, dude, this is terrible. Why yeah. do you want to listen to this? It's always worth asking that question because you never know that you might get the weirdest wedding story of all yeah. the time. And weddings can be fun, so I guess yeah. I could... I mean, it could pay well, too. Free, you know, if it's an uh, open bar or whatever, free drinks. You should just uh, you should just solve the problem, being like, I'm $5,000 an hour. Yeah, that, the problem would be <laughs> solved for them. They'd be like, oh, we'll just get somebody different. <laughs> yeah, we'll just get <laughs> somebody ya. different. It solves it for you because you're out of it. You don't have to play the songs yeah, like, anymore. But then, then the, I mean, the worst case scenario, they say yes. And you're like, oh, And man. I'm like, oh, crap. I got to put on a $5,000 an hour performance. Let's see how uh, this goes. It, it, that's the thing. You're always putting on $5,000 an hour performances. You're just not getting market rate right now. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I'm $5,000 to me. Five thousand yeah. dollar an hour to me, yeah. <laughs> so, play us a little. Give me, a, give me a little, uh, a little vibe. All right. I was thinking. Have you ever seen those? Uh, you can play bass with your feet. Bass with like my feet. Pedal, oh yeah, uh, like Daddy Lee or something. Like an organ. Yeah, like right? what? Like what if you didn't have a bass or a guitar and you just played with your feet? And like ran in place. Well, usually if that'd I don't be have, badass. If I don't have Smith or something, I just loop a bass line. Yeah, yeah, he can. He can do it all. I mean, he can. He, so I can. I can. That's just, what I'm wondering. Do you want me to do a vibe as in like just an acoustic piano thing, or I can loop something if we want to see how that works? No, you can show off if you want to. I'm just gonna hit random crap right now. Let's see how. Let's just. We'll just see how loud this is first, and then you let me. I was know. like, I know that it's not a video podcast, so it's not like awkward if I just don't play. I can just like have him play. You can just no. pretend, you can pretend that you you're playing. <laughs> we'll just tell the listeners that you're playing the bass notes on the keyboard, and they are sitting beside each other. to the pieces I don't want to 
That was amazing. Thank you. So for the uh, for the listeners at home, uh, there's no keyboard stand. This is in <laughs> Michael's lap. Yeah. And the way he is doing this is with his right hand. You're playing. What what do you want to call it? This is the melody. The what is synth it? Lead, I guess. Yeah, the, 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 the lead synth basically. Leads, the yeah. Lead. Left hand is pitch shifting, going all over the place, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I don't know what you're doing to the buttons, but that's yeah, the most amazing part because you're flowing. He's doing like looping and stuff. Yeah, you're all... looping, but the 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 the, the speed it whist at which you uh, mute them and everything. Yeah, but that took that impressive. took a long time. So yeah, don't yeah it. We tried shows at the beginning where I was looping way less than this, and it was a struggle. Uh, I was missing moments where I needed to mute things, but yeah, I've gotten a little bit better at it. So. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that was really impressive. And uh, how long have you had the the Juno? Uh, I got the Juno while at the beginning of Outer Ego. We played a couple shows, saved up enough money, and we were able to. You just played in. with like a MIDI keyboard for a little bit, kind mm, of yeah, like kind of like that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. plugged into that, which which works great. I see a lot of band members do it. and They got a lot of good sounds out of it, but my mm-hmm. laptop was such garbage, and it still is that it like it got hot one gig and just like completely just it turned off. So we thankfully got us the synth here, and I've been using this for every show. I think I have uh, photos of you with a laptop at one point. Probably a Houdini yeah, vest, maybe. No, it, it was. It would have been in New Brooklyn, but. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. I, it was. Maybe. It, maybe not. Maybe, maybe we used it in Brooklyn for a show. I don't know. But if I can yeah. find it, I'll use it for the podcast. And if I can't, then I yeah. made it up. <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe you because I probably <laughs> did play a show with at New Brooklyn with it. No, but uh, no, that was awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, I uh, I can, it's a uh, it's a whole different uh songwriting process than like I I would imagine a lot of songwriters. With the looping, maybe just or? with the looping, and yeah. Uh, also, just, just the whole being thing, keyboard vibe. Because I mean, a lot of people start, I guess, with guitar. Yeah, or, guitar looping. Yeah, you know, like a cool vocal line or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas he starts with like keys. My that. my favorite thing, and everybody in Outer Ego can like attest to this, is that I have this habit to get into this like, yeah, like that over and over again, and that just serves it. it, it like it lends itself so well to the looping pattern mm-hmm. because that's like disco. That's like disco and funk. And I feel like people really want to dance to stuff like that. And I don't know. I The better we get at it, the more I feel like people will see what we're going for. But, like, uh, that's that's the house music looping stuff, like uh, Harvey Sutherland and Caribou. That, this, this is perfect for yeah. it. Yeah. There's not really uh, too many people locally doing that sort of thing. I wish there was more anymore. of it. I, I really do. I wish I'm Because I'm not, I'm not the... I'm not, of course, I'm not the best at it, but I, I see Harvey Sutherland, I see Neil, Neil Francis doing stuff like that, um, and then you know Caribou, all them, and I'm just like, man, I wish more of that was just popular because I feel like it's not the hardest thing in the world to really do if you got enough people in the band. It's, uh, the, it's funny too because I think of a lot of people. You are compared to, I think, Free Times compared you to MGMT, which Hell is like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. A, that's a fucking amazing compliment. Yeah, I love MGMT. Uh, incredible melodies just in but they were also like some of the first to like kind of make those electronic sounds that they were mm. doing on yeah. that level especially uh who are some of your favorite comparisons comparisons that you've gotten oh that's funny just uh, from fans well what is what are some funny comparisons because comparisons that i would never have seen do you do you actively like seek uh i know some musicians go- like seek uh, like oh, who do I sound like? I, don't I do even seek know. I do seek feedback that helps to know like okay that's how you view the songs because I obviously am gonna view them mm-hmm. from my lens like making them and I'll be like oh I don't like this or I do like this because it sounds like me but I heard um actually uh the Chris Chris Hubar I don't know how to say his oh Hubar yeah. yeah he he mentioned that we sounded kind of like Portugal the man oh, that's and that was surprising friend cool yeah yeah because we saw we we saw them live at Shaky Knees and. I, and I totally get it now. I can see where that's coming from. That's just funny. Multiple people have said that, like, Outer Ego kind of like crumb. Like, yeah, crumb. Um, yeah. Which is, crumb is awesome. Yeah. I I mean, hopefully the... Uh, I think with... Like, oh, sorry. I don't want to interrupt. No, like, no. I just... I hope that the Taco Bell commercial works out for you like it did for Portugal, the man. Oh, oh yeah. Really? I saw that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Taco Bell commercial? Oh, yeah. The one that's, like, on the Super... Or, like, the playoffs. It's on, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Where they probably had Feel It Still playing or something? No, no. They're, like, talking, like, oh, like, we used to not have monies. Like, we could talk about kind of stuff. Got them on the road, yeah. All the sodium. Got them all <laughs> sodiumed up on the road. Oh, that was them. I thought that was just, like, a made-up, like, put-together band. That is another one. No, oh, so, the Taco Bell com- commercials have been good for, like, three months. Mm. But they just had an indie song, and I'm like, is this a popular song, or is this a Taco Bell song? Yeah. And then I saw the... Uh, the next commercial with Portugal and Man, I'm like, I don't know whether that last one was a real band or not. Yeah, maybe that's not. What, well, that's what was funny is I remember like watching that commercial and I, it did not click to me that that was Portugal and Man. I thought it was just some random yeah. like put together to look yeah. good band for Taco Bell. I think um, I think with our shows though, like our, as far as like the way we want to get compared is like a band that you go to see to like have fun. I mean, I, we want to yeah. like. We don't we don't really get emotional with our lyrics or like no. I mean the song you do is a little bit yeah more I do I do get a, there are some uh, like I try to like write a mix of like just stupid mixed with honest but we want but people it, to dance yeah and, like, but mainly have the time yeah, yeah and, like, just dance but we're not really trying to make people feel like sad or like we we want people to like actually enjoy like leave like I felt good mm-hmm. like you know like not yeah. be like a, kind of an emotional experience completely as far as like. Which all that to say, one of the things, and we don't want to be pretentious about this, but we do want to like make that like, like make it known that what you should come to our shows because we want to make it different from it's just you know an average night out going to you know go to New Brooklyn and see like yeah. a singer songwriter and guitar, which nothing against those. Yeah, nothing against that. But just, what we yeah. want is the is this cool synth sounds, cool electronics, something that 
let's be honest, you could get high and go see and yeah. just be like, man, that was awesome. Like, eventually we want to push into maybe investing in some visuals, something like that. We, we just want to really make yeah. something here with the time we've got that's like something that you're like, oh, I don't have to travel to the to California to go see that. It's over here, you know? Yeah. I uh, I think there's like a huge market for what you're describing in Columbia. And I think it's outside of the New Brooklyn scene mm. more so. Charleston has a lot of it, I think. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, even like maybe, uh, I don't know what kind of events, but there's always events where like, People are like ready to come to party, you know, yeah. like a wedding. But I'm not talking about weddings at all. But like people, if you're going to a wedding, you're like, I'm partying tonight. Yeah, it's, so it's you're like gonna a, have a good fun with me. It's like a yeah. weekend. We wanted to be like a weekend you look forward to. You're yeah, like ah, oh, Friday travel therapy, whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. When we saw or when Arrigo played with the wormholes, mm. they had like visuals. And yeah, stuff. wormholes. Oh, shout out to the wormholes. That's, that band, they had some really cool setup. That's basically and that was what an art we bar. To do. Like they just had like. Uh, like they had their own, they brought their own kind of vibe with that, yeah. you know. So yeah, maybe fantastic. sometimes like you have to kind of do like DIY, like visual stuff, like. Uh, but we definitely want to like get into that uh, realm. We did a little bit of it without ego. Like I set yeah. up those kind of visual things. For we had like trippy things. SpongeBob stuff happening. I like that. Yeah, it was funny. And we had like random yeah. clips of like animation and like like hand sanitizer and like all yeah it was it was stuff. trippy but it was like it was like comforting because it was like oh that's hand sanitizer i know what that is like you know it's <laughs> <laughs> or like pills falling and stuff which, which is, is what washed out did actually yeah, yeah. mr mellow um tour so yeah i hadn't uh seen them doing it in a long time it's uh the first time i saw Chaz uh do the toro thing mm-hmm. in columbia uh he was at new brooklyn and I think he'd done some other ones, but it was him solo. Oh, shoot. When and was that? That had to be forever ago. 15? 2015? Maybe. Maybe yeah. before. No, no. It had to have been way before that. I don't know. That's cool. You got to see him, though, before yeah, he got super big. I didn't like it. Really? And, uh... That, okay, that's a, that's. But a good question. But it's because I didn't know... I didn't know. Mm. Like, he was just... It was so boring. He was up there, and he just had his laptop out, and it, it was like... The beginning of that sort of thing. Yeah. So I don't know if I like knew what to expect, and he just was like hitting play. What do you prefer out of Toro? Do you like his like more introspective, like kind of band sounding stuff, or the like stuff that definitely looks like he chill wave kind of stuff? Uh, the band stuff I like more, but I love the uh, exploratory computer stuff. Yeah, in I a liked, different way. I yeah. liked outer. Is it outer space or whatever it is? Outer. Peace? Outer Peace, yeah, oh, I like yeah, yeah. that that whole that whole album's vibe. That's what I like the most out of Toro. But I can, I get why the stuff with the bands, like full band sound, is a little bit more like revered by people around Columbia. By Columbia, but the the uh, it's the, what does well for him on a national level is not that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, the I I I get it because that's more what I'm into. That's what more what we're yeah, into. Yeah, his in vibe is more like that California. I think mm-hmm. yeah, I think he lives in California now. Mm-hmm. I think he, like his, that sound that he does for that is like more. You know, it's like he kind of graduated out of Columbia to yeah. go to that kind yeah. of sound. And he definitely can create a sense of a uh, place with a uh, either type of music he's writing. That EP know. he released was funny. That it, I mean, it was called Sand Hills, which is like kind of funny because that kind of does give the vibe of Sand Hills. He just dropped his uh, voice notes with it too, and they were like almost exactly the same. That's crazy. I'm yeah, like, dude, he's just he just writes it and can put it out. It's like yeah. kind of easy for him. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I get that, that. Once you get a process down, I'm sure it. it I wouldn't know. It. Plus, a process mixed with a, a nice dash of mm. money. Yeah. And like not Some having high to worry. Equipment. Yeah, because like, it's it'd be one thing if I it was only because oh I just I, I'm not able to get over this this wall of this writer's block. It's like it's not even just that. It's that every time I'm sitting down to write, I know I have two hours out of the entire week where I have to desperately try to come up with something, or the week will feel like man now I I didn't make any songs, no progress. But Toro is probably just like it's a chilling struggle to think about riding like that. Though. Yeah, uh, well, he's he's probably chilling at a pool, just like thinking, man, maybe uh, maybe I'll write a song today. Maybe I. I think they just flow out of him. I don't know. Yeah. I it's it could, different yeah. for him. So what are y'all up to after this? 
He might. He might go. You, you talked about probably going bowling. I, I don't. Okay. I like. I talked about going bowling because like some people from work, but I don't. I don't. I don't really go bowling often. Like you may I mean, seem like there's I, nothing negative about bowling. Know, you have to act like we're making that, a mark on you or no, something. No, no, no. You may seem like I'm like good at it. I'm not good at bowling. I'm not, but uh, he's a, he runs five k's and he bowls. <laughs> bowling <laughs> five k's in face. That's the two things in his personality. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> We we'll probably hang out for a little bit before you go to the party. Or I might go to the party too. I don't. Even oh yeah, there's, there's a, a party. There's a rager, party. dude. There's a party. 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 If it's, but it depends on how it's taken. If I come up, if I show up there and I'm like the worst dressed Fiona, like I feel like that would That's make tough. me feel uncomfortable, a little self conscious the whole time. Because I don't know how to. I don't think I could dress like. I, I don't, don't have, have the I, mean, I don't have the. I don't have the, even the costume. Yeah. Like I don't have the ink. Or well, you hopefully the, if you had the costume that already and you didn't know if you were gonna do it, that'd be a little. There'd be things going on there. But like. The fact I mean, that you I don't sure, I'm it. sure you can just show up. I mean, I don't think you have to look like Shrek, right? Like, yeah, just show up in like a tie, a suit and tie, and everything for the Shrek rave. <laughs> I was the producer of Shrek. Yeah, I, I was the director of Shrek. <laughs> who I'm dressed the, as the director? That's funny. Who is who the was, director? Have you heard the uh, Chris Farley Shrek? Oh, that he was, he was supposed out? to be the um, the he was Original supposed to be the voice. voice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw some of the clips of it. Yeah, it sounded great. I'd never heard that until recently. It sounded great, but there's no. I mean, honestly, as much flack as I think Mike Myers, Mike Myers deservedly gets for some of the awful movies he's made. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like he's the '90s, he's the early 2000s. Like, and I think him being Shrek just made sense. Chris it, Chris Farley was kind of on his way out. I felt like I don't, yeah by two, early 2000. Well, I mean, the drugs didn't help. No, no, no. Yeah, and on his <laughs> way out. That's what I mean by on his way on out. On his yeah, way was, out. Yeah, that was me and my dad's like favorite like we watched uh um tommy boy yeah. a lot growing up um that and dumb and dumber which isn't a chris farley classics movie, yeah you big oh. chris farley fan i'm yeah i mean i love tommy boy and i i yeah he's fine yeah. down by the river i yeah a, yeah <laughs> i love i love uh some physical comedy oh yeah dude it's really yeah good. i mean i don't own like the the snl dvds or anything no i don't either I don't no, think I, I own any SNL. I own Seinfeld season one for some reason. I got it. Uh, that probably has something that they don't show on the streaming. Probably, and it's yeah. probably something that is like, oh, that's definitely that definitely shouldn't be on the streaming. Good idea, taking that off. What are you watching now? Uh, Recommendations for things to watch. Something you enjoy. I love. I love Severance. I Severance. Yeah. Have you seen that? Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Oh yeah, so good. I, I love that show. I've seen it multiple. Is times. Is that what you feel like going into work? A little bit. Sometimes. I feel. I feel like that for sure. Uh, I lo- Are you putting I, people under me? Yeah. Oh no, no, no! But the fact that okay. walking into the OR, the, the opening of that show, him walking into that maze of like yeah. the yeah. floor, that's exactly what the OR feels like to me. I watched one episode of The Curse, and I want to watch more. Oh, of it. dude, The Curse! Have you finished it? Um, I've watched one episode. Dude, uh, the I final episode it. is the whole reason I think. I mean, the tone of the show is what I like, but I feel like the final episode. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but like. I've told so many people I don't know how they filmed that. It's okay. amazing. Yeah, I need to finish it. I'm I just finished uh, Detroiters for the first time. Oh, uh, dude, Tim Robinson. That. Yeah, I watched like an episode or two of that. I haven't gotten back into it, but yeah, it was pretty funny. What I um, watched. Say, so have you seen it? What is it? Detroiters. No, I haven't. No. Tim yeah. Robinson and his friend. Yeah, uh, it's like they're. It came out in 2017, but they are a local advertising agency in Detroit, and they make terrible commercials, local commercials. And it's, I mean, it's hilarious. But I don't like, I didn't like Tim Robinson. Because I, I was introduced to Tim Robinson from the memes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I think he's, like, I think he's funny. It's like the same situation as an SNL episode. It's like, I think You Should Leave has, like, some good, funny moments. Mm-hmm. But it's like an entire episode. Like, I don't know. I, I get why people like it. But it's it's kind of exhausting to have the same characters, the same, yeah. oh, this guy's weird. Like, you know, that whole thing gets old. I think sketch comedy as a whole, you have to give a lot of variety. Otherwise, it gets really annoying. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, 
cringe comedy makes me too uncomfortable. Sometimes. Yeah. That's well, that's turn. what the curse kind of is too, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, it, yeah. But the, but it, but it gives you that extra added drama and plot, and also like good cinematography. Yeah. And that's what mm-hmm. I like about Severance is like, it it's definitely like, it, and also the curse is like the you can tell it's directed or like the behind the scenes is like where it's at. With yeah. Those shows. You want to know how it's made. When you want to know how something's made and you're watching it, like that's that's where I feel like the best stuff is coming from. Like the curse, the Safety brothers, Nathan Fielder, and then uh, Severance. Just the fact that Ben Stiller worked on that. It's like, man, now I have so much more respect for him because I didn't think he could do all that. Ben Stiller's low key associated with like everything that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, his resume is insane. Uh, especially a lot of his early stuff. I feel like he just pops up in a lot of like early good movies and stuff. The things he produces probably are interesting too. I'm sure if you looked at the list of those, yeah. it'd be like that would be cool. Like I know Danny DeVito had some interesting like produced by Danny DeVito movies. One of them was like this movie that we were showed all the time in biology was uh man, it had Ethan Hawke in it and Uma Thurman where they took your genes they could they could take your genes or whatever, your DNA from birth and they can know exactly who you're going to be in the future. Like, and you're, you're, we're almost there now. How your life, yeah, yeah, so we're <laughs> almost there. What is it? Gattaca. Okay, yeah, I've heard of it. I've never yeah, seen dude. it. Great, great movie. Uh, really kind of weird. It's, oh, it's also got, um, Jude Law in it. Wow. And I, and I feel like, I feel like Jude Law is just so underrated. I think I need to see more Jude Law. He's funny and he's really a good actor. Yeah. Could, could I go like pee real quick? I, yeah, sorry. yeah, I, I, absolutely. Uh, I would suggest I to, I, go to the right. Go to the right. Okay, yeah. I have to. I have to. I have to pee. So I, I just. I don't, I've had to pee for like the last like ten. This minutes is gonna be the only sound bite people no, take. No, <laughs> we, we can cut it after Jude Law. Uh, or no, I mean we can keep going. Or I, can I don't just, know if we have anything else really. Yeah, yeah we're I just think, chatting now. Okay. Yeah, at this point. Cool. This All is right, the best I can ending. Just, though. I can, just, I can we, just go around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my episode or one of the guests said, uh, "Can I go rip a piss?" In your backyard, and I said, "Absolutely, I've never heard somebody say rip a piss." The second time it's ended like that. Yeah, rip and piss time. (laughs) All right, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, thanks for having us. For sure. Uh, Can you give us a little outro? Oh yeah. uh... Yes.